We've all had dreams and some still have them, but some of us have gotten to adulthood and somewhere along the journey have stopped practicing the art of dreaming. I want to encourage and inspire you to start dreaming again, but that's not it. I want you to learn how to take messy and imperfect action so you too can turn those dreams into your reality. I believe every single person has something unique to contribute to the world and you're not the exception. One of my favorite ways to get inspired is to hear someone share their story There's something about it that helps me believe that if she can do it, then so can I. This is why I created the Perfectly Imperfect podcast. Every week, we'll have a guest who's here to share her story, the fears and struggles she's had to overcome, and what her journey has taught her, along with what's inspired her to take that very first step and what has helped her to keep moving forward. My wish is that as you listen to these powerful and inspiring stories, you too are inspired to take the first messy and imperfect action step towards creating a life that brings you complete joy and one that lights you up every single day. This show is all about helping you unlock your purpose and discover what you were put on this earth to do, that thing that only you can do to make this world more whole and more beautiful. No more dimming your light. Remember that your playing small does not serve the world. As you allow that light to shine bright, this will unconsciously give others permission to do the same. I want the absolute best for you and I'll be here every week to help you figure out just how much value you have inside of you. And every single week you'll hear from our guests who have something to add to help you get out of your own way, to help you become more successful, to help you become the absolute best version of yourself. This is Leslie Regalado and I am so glad you're here. Let's get started. Okay, so welcome, Jess. How are you today? Doing good. How about you? I'm amazing. Thank you for asking. So we have Jess Rowan today, everyone. I'm excited for you guys to get to listen to her story. I just listened to a bit of it a while ago before we started recording. And um, it's very intriguing and eye-opening, at least for me it was, because some of the things she was talking about, I had no clue existed. So I'm excited for you all to get to hear a little bit of her story and see how some of your experiences, some of the things you've had to overcome, some of the life situations that you've dealt with for a long time can actually turn into what can become your passion and your purpose. So Jess, I'm going to have you jump right in and share a little bit about, you know, what is it you do? And then we'll just get right into what's led you to the point in your life where you are teaching, you know, about health and wellness to other people. Right. Um, So I'm a holistic health and fitness coach. So I really work with overwhelmed women who want to lose weight or want to get healthier, but they feel like they can't for whatever reason, because maybe they've yo-yoed so many times, they're afraid of feeling again, or they don't have the time. Maybe they have health issues that they feel like are holding them back. So I work with those women to help them make sense of healthy living and reconnect their bodies so they can actually have a body and the life that they love. Love it. And I think most of us, if not all of us women can totally be like, yep, (laughs) that's me. (laughs) So take us back to um, what you were sharing with me earlier. Where did this love for health and wellness start? Um, Take us all the way back to the beginning, if you don't (laughs) mind. So I've always been fascinated by health. Um, Even as a kid, I was just in love with learning about like herbal medicine and just healing in general. And I think that came from the fact that I was dealing with chronic pain and fatigue 
as, like as early as I can remember, I've had knee pain. Um, and it wasn't until high school when I started seeing a physical therapist because I'd been very inactive because I was afraid of hurting if I exercised. Um, and I'd even been told not to exercise by doctors. Um, but the physical therapist I saw was like, well, you have like no muscle tone. So we're going to start giving you some muscle tones through some basic exercises. Magically, my knee pain disappeared. <laughs> and so I fell in love with exercise. And that kind of led me down a very long twisty path of trying to decide if I wanted to be a physical therapist, if I wanted to go into uh, med school or what. Um, during all that time, I at least started working as a personal trainer so I could continue the exercise component of things. Um, I ended up realizing after working as an EMT for a while that our medical system was way too messed up for me to be able to actually help people the way I wanted to. Um, and even as a physical therapist, I knew I wasn't going to be able to really connect um, with clients and, and have that long-term relationship the way I wanted. So I kind of nixed those ideas. Um, and I started thinking, oh, maybe I'll like be a nurse or I'll go to physician assistant school. I really didn't know. Um, and all the while I was still working as a personal trainer. And I was kind of disillusioned with that too, because even working in a box gym, you know, I was like neck deep in the high intensity workout stuff, the fat diets, the supplements, all of that. And, and I didn't like any of that either because like it was hurting me and I knew it was not helping my clients. Um, and then I got pregnant with my daughter and um, that actually exacerbated all of my health issues that had been completely undiagnosed. I'd spent my whole life being told they were in my head um, and that I needed to toughen up. <laughs> so, so let's, um, let me ask you a quick question before we continue. Mm -hmm. I know you mentioned earlier that you didn't really like know what was going on. What were they, I know you just said that they were telling you to toughen up, but mm -hmm. did anyone really have any idea why you didn't have the muscle tone? Why, you know, everything was always hurting? Like, what were they saying besides toughen up? A lot of it was just like toughen up. Um, you just need to exercise more. Um, a lot of it, so it, it got, excuse me, it got worse at puberty and it does for many people. Um, but because, you know, all your hormones just kind of go nuts and then your body doesn't know how to handle anything. Um, but like I had a lot of gut issues, like, um, like irritable bowel syndrome type stuff. Um, the doctors would just be like, ah, oh, yeah, you know, it's normal. Just kind of write it off. Um, any of the hormonal stuff, I would be told, oh, that's normal PMS stuff. Um, and so I would just, I really didn't get anywhere with doctors. And the one time I got kind of an answer, like for my knee pain was with an orthopedic surgeon who told me I had a condition called chondromalacia in my kneecaps, which is like a roughening of the cartilage under the kneecaps. And he said that my kneecaps were on straight and he would need to cut them off and put them back on properly and that I'd walk out of his office. And I was like, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> and that That's was so scary time. though, I mean, because yeah. imagine if you would have believed that, mm -hmm. that, you know, imagine you didn't, you weren't doing the research this whole time. Mm -hmm. Cause I know you mentioned earlier that you've always been fascinated with, with health. So you were doing, you know, picking here and there, uh, doing some yeah. research, but so many people don't. 
Yeah. So there's a huge encouragement for people to be their own advocates because yeah. unfortunately, I think for me, every time I go to the hospital, I'm like, there's so much guessing going on. Mm-hmm. Like 90% of the time, it's just they're guessing and trying to figure out what it is themselves. Right, right. And that's, we have this mentality that like the doctor has all of this high level training, absolutely but it's still an art of medicine. It's not like a precise science. And, you know, we're kind of told that, oh, you just need to do whatever the doctor says. But um, a lot of times, like, I mean, if I had gone through with that surgery, I probably would not be walking around the way I am now. Um, So yeah, luckily I had, I followed my gut on that one and was like, yeah, I'm not walking out of this office after you cut my kneecaps off and put them back on. Like, no. It sounds brutal. <laughs> like just the right? thought of it sounds brutal. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so like, I think after that, like it had been so many doctors, I was just like, yeah, I'm done with the whole doctor thing. <laughs> so, um, I, I tried to kind of heal myself by, um, like going to get my master's in exercise science. I was like, I know exercise has helped. So like, there's, that's gotta be the path to my solution. Um, so I got my master's in that. And then in that process, I, um, like, so being pregnant with my daughter, like exacerbated everything. It forced me to not go into any other schooling besides what I was able to do for my master's. Um, and then going through the process of being pregnant and that experience, I decided to get, um, certified as a pre and postnatal coach and, out of, I don't know, sheer luck, or maybe it was God or the universe, whatever. But like through that, I actually met the doctors and the physical therapists who happened to mention when I started talking to them about everything I'd been through, they were like, have you had like gut issues as well? I was like, yeah, I have. Have you had fatigue issues? Yeah, I have. Oh, have you considered getting screened for Ehlers-Danlos syndrome? I was like, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> and sure enough, like that was the answer to everything. Crazy. So how old were you, if you don't mind me asking, when you found out that it was EDS? Um, that was actually just in December. Well, I got the official diagnosis in December of 2019. So oh. it was probably like two years before that, where I heard the word, the name of it. And I started it's only been a few that. years. It's only been, yeah, maybe four or five years at this point. So, yeah. It's crazy how we can go our our entire lives suffering Mm -hmm. of some kind of either an Mm -hmm. illness or uh, something, you know, that's that's going Mm -hmm. on that is obviously screaming at you, letting you know that there's something wrong and that you don't just have to toughen up, but that there is actually something physically going on Mm -hmm. and that no one, you know, I mean, no one that you actually went to for help ever was able to help you out, you know, that right. you had to go like this other completely crazy route of going to get your master's. And that's what led you. That's yeah. incredible. So how did that lead you um, into what you're doing now? And kind of explain a little bit about that. Yeah. So before I'd even gotten like the official diagnosis, you know, like I'd read about it. I was like, this, this is it. Like, I know this is it. Um, so I finally started taking the steps that I needed to, um, to manage it, which for me, I have the hypermobile variety of it. So it just, it means my joints and my muscles are extra stretchy. Um, so pretty much the only treatment is exercise. That's why it had helped me. 
Um, so I found myself a team of really good physical therapists who were able to like finagle the insurance system um, so that they could treat my whole body as opposed to like just one joint, like so many are limited by. Um, and so they were able to do my whole body. I had like a main PT, I had a pelvic PT and um, they actually had some knowledge about hypermobility. So they really were the game changers for me. Um, and then through my other research of like the lifestyle modification, the dietary modifications to really address the gut issues. Um, just, I went through a lot of research and a lot of trial and error, trying to figure out how to manage it myself. And while I was learning all this, I kept thinking, I was like, well, so not everyone has this disease, right? Like it's fairly rare. Um, but a lot of people have chronic fatigue. A lot of people have chronic pain from something. Mm -hmm. And I was realizing that like eating this anti-inflammatory diet would be incredibly helpful for people outside of just myself or other people with EDS. Um, the well, I think a lot of, of, a lot of conditions, a lot of disease are caused by inflammation, right? Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Um, and a lot of chronic pain comes just from inflammation, um, and a lot of people's inability to heal from this stuff comes from these lifestyles that don't prioritize rest, that are super high stress. Um, and then we add into all of that, you think, well, I need to exercise, right? Like I need to either lose weight or you're, you hear that exercise will help with chronic pain. But we also have this mentality of, we need high intensity exercise and that's the only exercise that's going to get you the results you want. And I had to do a lot of work to really let that mentality go after working in a box gym for like several years. Um, and that was like, thank goodness for my physical therapist because they were able to really guide me on that path and show me like, you know, if you do just this much, like, yeah, you don't feel like you're doing anything but suddenly you're able to do the workout, you complete it, you have no pain the next day. And then by the end of the week, like you're actually making progress that you've never been able to make before. Oh, wow. That's interesting because I agree. There's, it's, I mean, they say, you know, work out and you should, like, you should feel sore. Sore is a good sign. Nope. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and it's that, okay, that's good to know. Cause that's always, when I, mean, I feel sore, I'm like, oh yes. You know, it's probably a muscle I haven't exercised in quite a while. Yeah. So it just feels sore because of that. But that makes, um, that makes sense that it shouldn't mm -hmm. have to be painful to, mm -hmm. you know, keep yourself healthy. Right. Yeah. And now like, I will say like some soreness is natural and inevitable if you've never <laughs> used those muscles like that. But a lot of times it's like, it's your bodies and you're, you're actually sore because you've created micro tears in your muscles. Um, now you have to have some micro tears for your body to rebuild the muscles. If you're trying to like get stronger, it's, that's part of the process, actually it's normal. Um, but yeah, a certain level of soreness, like mild where you can deal with it and then it's gone the next day. That's great. Um, but what I see with most people is they get so sore that they're miserable. They can't move and then they don't want to do their workout again. And then you have no consistency when you're, you're basically going through a yo-yo doing that. Um, and it doesn't let you really get to know your body. You don't really, you don't learn your true limitations and you don't learn your true capabilities either. 
because you're just stuck in this cycle of like pushing too hard and then pushing not at all. Mm. And I love what you said earlier, like you create no consistency. And I think consistency is key for anything and everything we do. And I think people, we are like an all or nothing. So we either have to do it all, like we're all in every day, all day, or we are all out. And then we have like none of the working out or the eating right. It's like, if we fall off in the morning and we eat something, it's like, oh, well, forget it. The rest of the day, like I might as well just eat whatever the heck I want for the rest of the day. And it's like, we have to just learn how to create that balance for ourselves, which Mm -hmm. I think it's it's not the easiest thing to do, but when you see it from a different perspective, you know, Mm -hmm. one of the things that I've learned as I've gotten older is, I'm not working out because I want to look a certain way. I'm working out because I feel a certain way. And yes. for me, that's been a huge change as I've gotten older. It's like, okay, it's not all about, you know, being like super like flat tummy and you know, this and that it's, I need to feel good. If I'm going up the stairs, like my knees shouldn't hurt. I'm only 40. You know I mean? There's little things that you start noticing as you hit a certain age that I was like, okay, no. So um, one of the things that I was wondering, Jess, is so you went through all of that, tons of research, tons of learning, tons of trying to figure out what in the world was happening. Um, so was that, when exactly did you decide that you were going to take all of that knowledge, all of the skill, all of that experience and somehow package it up and offer that to someone else that you felt could actually use it and would benefit from, from learning? Um, I think I started that process when I finally decided to get my master's. I knew like going for a higher level degree and putting that kind of money into it. I was like, I'm going to find a way (laughs) to make this work. Um, And I knew that that was the only route I could go because I knew I needed to help people. I knew that I had this experience that would be so beneficial. Um, And I knew I needed to figure out how to do that in some way. So like it definitely started like, what, four years ago when I got my master's five years ago, (laughs) I don't even remember. Um, And then it's just been that progression ever since of like, I know I have this knowledge and I know I need to keep putting it out there because I know even just from the perspective of all the people who have EDS who have not been diagnosed, um, like they need to hear it. Um, anyone who's got that chronic pain and that chronic fatigue, or like, I see so many moms saying like, I'm so tired of feeling sick and tired, (laughs) you know? Um, and so, yeah, it's just, it's been over the course of the last few years, it's like, I knew I needed to figure out how to do it. And it's just been that process of figuring it out since. Awesome. Okay, so I'm interrupting you for just a minute. I have something pretty exciting for you. It is called the Ideal Client Workbook. The exercise inside this workbook will help you nail down the characteristics, personality traits, and intimate details of your ideal client. Most people want to skip this exercise because it takes some work and some real reflection, but you must not skip it. I repeat, don't skip it. Understanding exactly who your ideal client is and how you can best serve him or her is foundational to growing a healthy, engaged, and profitable email list and business. This is your first step towards success. So how do you get this ideal client workbook? Go into my Instagram bio, click on the link in the bio, and go ahead and download your ideal client workbook today. So when you first decided to actually do this, what do you think was, I mean, did you feel any resistance against it from anyone else or even yourself? Was it like, can I really help? I mean, what were, were were there any like limiting beliefs that you had to overcome or was it kind of like, 
this is what makes sense and this is what I'm going to do. So it's been a bit of both. Um, so there's, because I'm not going like the, I guess, quote unquote, traditional route of like, I'm not becoming a physical therapist. I'm not a doctor. Um, I've gone the coaching route. So like, I knew I needed to go the coaching route because I knew I needed that flexibility to be able to work with my clients in whatever way they needed to without having a hospital or insurance or anyone else telling me how I was allowed to work with them. So I've always been very, very confident in that. But because it is not the traditional way, um, I've had a ton of limiting, limiting beliefs about like, how do you do this? Like, can you even make this work? Um, can like, yeah, you can probably help people, but can you make a living off of it? Um, and then of course the people around me, that's been kind of their biggest thing is like, but it's not like, you're not guaranteed to make your hundred thousand dollar a year paycheck that you would, if you were just going to be a doctor. So like, how are you going to do this? Can you do it? Um, and then there's always that it's a limiting belief for sure. Like dealing with my own health stuff still, like I've learned to manage it very well, but that doesn't keep it from flaring up sometimes and really limiting what I can do. Um, so like, I mean, I had a huge flare up a few months ago where literally I had such a massive migraine that I couldn't even open my eyes or get out of bed for a full day. And like, I have two kids to look after and right, a business right. and clients and, and nothing happened that day. So, um, there's always that fear of like, if I have these flare ups, like, am I actually taking care of myself? And if I can't take care of myself, can I actually take care of clients? Mm. So that makes sense. Cause I was like, where, like, where would it be? But that makes a lot of sense. Cause you're like, okay, if I haven't figured this out, you know, how am I going to help them figure it out? Right. But I think there's only so much that as a human being, we can know and control. Mm -hmm. You know, I think yeah. so often we, especially as knowledgeable as you are, you feel like I should by now, you know, have all of this figured out. But I mean, it's still such a science. It's still such a mystery in a way, mm -hmm. you know, where it's like, how do you know exactly I mean, as you go through it more and more, but it's still kind of early for you anyway. I mean, it's only been a few years since you really, mm -hmm. you know, found out about this condition. So what are some of the things that um, you would tell anyone else that has experienced anything remotely similar to what you're going through? Um, how would you encourage them to see if they could take all of that knowledge and all of that experience and somehow start directing it in a way where they can actually help someone else? Because I think everything we experience, everything we go through, all our skills, knowledge can somehow be packaged up. And I think it's mm -hmm. meant to. I don't think we go through things just for the heck of it. I think we're meant to do something really amazing with it. Um, not everyone takes that route, but I think we definitely all can. So mm -hmm. what would you tell people that maybe are in a similar situation um, that might encourage them to kind of maybe put their focus on someone else instead of not? I know what I did was um, I just started writing. Um, I started keeping track because I always had just like all these ideas going through my head and I had no idea like who I was specifically supposed to be helping. I was just like, I have all this knowledge now about like diet and exercise and pregnancy and all of it. So I just started writing. I started my blog um, and started just posting as regularly as I could. And over the course of probably like six months to a year, I 
I find, I finally found my voice and I figured out like, this is the topic that I'm really good at talking about. This is what I really like to talk about. And I started coming up with ways of like packaging my knowledge into actionable solutions, like just through writing and kind of working through it. Um, I, I started coming up with the package. Um, it just kind of formed <laughs> over time. And I love but, that you say that because I think so many people, they want to have the whole picture ready mm -hmm. before they actually take that very first step. And yes. I just want the listeners to hear that you did not have it all figured out. You know, you had ideas, you had these desires of, I want to help. I have all this knowledge. How can I pair those two things up? You know, the, the wanting to help and the knowledge and all the experience that you had, that you had. So when people hear that, I just want them to be highly encouraged to just take that very first step for you. It was the blog, just mm -hmm. starting to write and kind of, and I feel like journaling, writing, talking even to yourself, you know, like, you know, recording yourself, whatever works is such a powerful tool because so many times when we keep all of those thoughts and ideas inside our head, they're mixed in there with everything else. The yes. stress of having to pay a bill, the, the kids, the husband, the house, the, oh my gosh, I forgot to go get so-and-so thing, you know, item from the grocery store. It's all mixed in there together. If we can yeah. just like somehow figure out how to empty that out into a piece of paper or a voice recording, whatever works for people. I think a lot of clarity and direction mm -hmm. comes from doing something like that. Yeah, absolutely. That's like, for me, I needed the space to process. And I feel like I'd missed out on a lot of like basic life skills. Cause my whole life was just dealing with all this pain and stuff. So like I had no organizational skills. I had no ability to like plan my day or create goals and then like an action plan to get to the goals. So like I needed a lot of space to just process all of it and start learning how to do that. So like there was no way I was gonna just be like, here's my business plan. I'm gonna start a business. Right, oh, and I think unless you've gone to like business school or maybe your parents have been in business forever, you know, you've mm -hmm. seen someone kind of create something like that. Most of us just come into it without realizing that we're going to be the CEO, the CFO, the garbage man, the everything, you know, we're going to have to do it all at the beginning because we yeah. are solopreneurs, you know, especially at the beginning until mm -hmm. you figure out what exactly you want to do and you grow a team and all that good stuff. Oh, yeah. I think so many times we come in just with a desire of helping, you know, mm -hmm. some, someone somehow. And I think so many times people wait because they have a desire, they have an inclination towards that something more. They don't mm -hmm. realize that a lot of that something more, a lot of that clarity and direction comes from us taking that very first step and it lights the way for that following step and so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, what are some of the things that, that you wish you would have known just before you started your business? Um, because I think one of the things that people as they're listening and maybe they have this desire of something more and they have ideas about a business or somehow packaging up their knowledge or their skills or their experience, what are some of the things that you wish you would have known before you actually jumped in? To mm. Yeah, so I focused a lot when I first started on like all the things I thought I needed, like a website and <laughs> like the website was a big one. It was like the biggest time suck ever, <laughs> time and money suck. Um, and I wish I had known that so much of 
both getting clarity around your business and like what you're solving and everything, um, getting that clarity, but also just building your business comes from just talking to people. Um, and of course, like I'm a major in introvert, so I really avoided talking to people as much as I could. <laughs> like, no, if I build a website, they'll come, it'll be fine. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's just like, in the last few months where I've really focused on just talking to people, like I've gotten so much more clarity about like what people actually need, like what their problems are that need to be solved. And like now I actually have access to more people who have problems that I can help solve. Yes. Do you know what I am? I'm such a huge believer of exactly what you said, like coming in contact with other human beings who have the problems that you have the solutions for. Uh, one mm -hmm. of the things that I've done a lot of is market research calls. So I just jump on Zoom for a few minutes, you know, 20, 30 minutes and just have these conversations, like have real and raw conversations with people that identify themselves as an ideal client. Mm -hmm. And as you start talking to them, it is wonderful just how much goodness, how much good stuff, how much gold comes out of that conversation mm -hmm. because I think so many times when we think we have the solution to this problem, it's just based on what, whatever we experience. It's based on whatever we think, you know, we should or shouldn't do. And then we start talking to people and they are really the ones that can give us the clarity and the direction to what we need to create to really serve them. Right. Because I know for me, that was like a huge eye opener when I started, you know, doing all these calls, because before I was like, I had all these programs that I had put together based on what I thought people needed. And then it's like, no one was really buying, you know, there was a few here and there. And I'm like, why isn't this working? Like, this is good stuff. It wasn't working because I wasn't actually creating a container for the solution for my ideal client. I hadn't taken the time to really mm -hmm. get to know her on a stalker version level, I call it, where right. I know, you know, what she feels on Friday evening. I know what she's thinking on Sunday evening. I know what she wakes up on Monday morning wanting to do and the desires and the thoughts and all of that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, once I figured that out, I was like, this is easy. You know, once you actually are in conversation with them, it's not difficult to know what solutions they need or want because they've actually told you right during those conversations. So is that something mm -hmm. that, that, that you did? I know you said you've reached out to people, but is that something that you did like phone calls with people that identify themselves or that you identified as dream clients? Yeah, that's over the last few months, I've really just taken to like spending most of my time like on Facebook as opposed to like writing more blogs. Um, so I've just been on Facebook, like I will share posts um, based on what people have told me that they need. Um, and then I like engage with them from there, anyone who like engages with my post or if I'll put up a question like, you know, are you struggling with this? And then, you know, people kind of self-identify, opens the door. I can start diving in a little deeper and really getting to know their problems. Cause like my big issue is like, so I'm very good at seeing kind of the global picture mm -hmm. and like anyone can tell me like, these are my problems. I'm like, cool. You need to do this, 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 and this. Um, <laughs> like I'm very good at solving the problem but my problem is that um I can tell you the solution but if you don't think that it is your the right solution for you because I've not shown that I actually understand your problem it doesn't matter yes yes you know what I learned something um not that long ago from my coach and she talked about pains but then she talked about the micro pains you know, those specific moments where your ideal client really is feeling the pain. 
-hmm. you know, for example, let's say there's um, an overachiever who is constantly pursuing that end result, that vision, that goal, that dream. She's always go, 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 go. So she's literally missing all the moments in between and she's not really enjoying the journey and the process. And at nighttime, you know, when she kisses her daughter, good night, she realizes, you know, she didn't even realize she had like a little scratch on her forehead. And mm -hmm. how did she miss that? You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, cause it looks like it's not new, you know, it's not a fresh <laughs> scratch. So you think of like, those are the little micro pains that people. Mm -hmm. So when you start sharing that kind of stuff, that's just an example. Um, and really getting to know again, based on what they're telling you, because they'll tell you, if you ask, people will share all of that and they'll give you the language that you need in yes. order to share those solutions. But like you mm -hmm. said, if they can't identify themselves as the person that needs that solution, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how great your program is. It doesn't matter mm -hmm. how great your knowledge, how much knowledge or education or skill you have that you can share with them. And I think that's where so much of the work, and like you said earlier, I wasted so much time, energy, and money at the mm -hmm. beginning with the website. With, like I think back and I'm like, what in the world? Hey friend. Just one more interruption, I promise it's the last one, but I am just so excited to share something super special with you. It is called the Impact GPS, and it is a brand new live group coaching program where we will do a live teach each week along with a weekly deep dive session where you're gonna have the opportunity to get one-on-one -on -one coaching from me every single week. I am so excited to share all I've learned with you over the last year and a half, and actually even before then, so I've been an entrepreneur for almost 20 years. Best part is that I'm still learning because I've decided to invest in myself this year heavily and I'm working with an incredible coach. And as I learn and implement, I'll then come back and share it all with you. Us working together equals when I grow, you also grow. So let me tell you what you're going to learn inside of Impact GPS. Number one, how to build an authentic personal brand online. One where you're going to have a secret weapon what is that secret weapon? You, you are the one that's going to make that authentic personal brand unique. Second, how to take your specialized knowledge, package it up and share it with those who will pay you and thank you for it. And lastly, how to create your unique offer using my 3WH signature system, the what, who, where, and how of your special offer. Make sure to send me a DM if you want an early application to the Impact GPS. I'm not holding back anything. I'm sharing it all with you. Send me a DM via Instagram. It's at LeslieRegalado26. I will see you there and let's get back to the episode. You know why? I wish, you know, that's one of the things that I'm doing in my new program. Like, I'm going to tell you exactly all of the mistakes that I made, how mm -hmm. not to make them. You know, you'll make them all yourself anyway, but I'm yeah. going to share with you all the things that don't really matter that we think matters because we look at these big people online who have it all put together, but they've been in business for like 10 years. Right. So yeah, they better have it all put together. You know, they're not brand new. Like, I wish we could go back and see them early on and really- mm -hmm start off with this beautiful website. They didn't start off with a team of seven. They didn't start off. You know what I mean? Like I right. think so much of our vision comes from not comparing, but really kind of setting our sights on that. Not realizing mm -hmm. that we have to take like a hundred steps back mm -hmm. to really start at the very beginning. Yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so um, <laughs> one of the things that I always love for people to share is like, what is the best advice that you've ever received that has 
kind of came up more than once for you that has helped you? Is there like a specific piece of advice, Jess, that you've ever received that you think might be helpful for someone else that has been really helpful for you? I would say keep talking to people. <laughs> Don't let yourself get bogged down with the busy work. Don't let yourself be fooled into thinking that you're building a business just because you're keeping busy. Make sure that you're taking the actions that actually matter. Yeah, I used to, I used to be in network marketing and we used to call those, the, the actions that really matter, we used to call them income producing activities. Mm. Like this is the stuff that actually brings in the income and makes mm -hmm. a difference, whether it's bringing the income or making an impact, you know, either way. Mm -hmm. But I think so many times, like you said, we do get so caught up in doing everything else <laughs> that's not yep. really moving the needle and equal yep. to what we need to, to do. Right. So um, before we finish off, Jess, anything else that you would like to share with our audience? I, I do want you, um, before we, we finish the call, to just share where they can find you, you know, mm -hmm. what's the best place on social media for them to connect with you. But before that, mm -hmm. is there any last minute tips or anything you want to share before we uh, finish off? Um, I would just always remember that you don't have to settle if you don't like where you're at whether it's in your business, um, your career, or with your health and fitness as well. I see so many women thinking that they have to settle with not feeling comfortable in their bodies and not feeling comfortable in their lives. And you don't have to settle with that. You can take small steps and move yourself out of that. And if you need help with that, like get help. You don't have to go it alone like everyone else is in a similar boat and we're all here to lift each other up so get help if you need it and don't settle with where you're at if you don't like it love it thank you so much so is that one of the reasons why you decided because of your experience when you were pregnant to work with women that you have just had a child or that were pregnant yeah it's a i definitely having learned so much about female hormones and gone through pregnancy and everything and being a woman myself I think I just have a lot more knowledge about women um which I do have some male clients as well um but I just tend to market more towards women because like I get the hormones I get like the full body picture for them a lot better so I totally totally makes much I mean makes a lot of sense especially because that's mm -hmm. kind of where everything from for you so mm -hmm. jess where can people find you where can they connect with you online um if they have any questions if they want to you know work with you like where can they go mm -hmm. um so mostly i am on facebook um, i'm also on instagram but uh so you can find me at jess row fitness um so that's kind of the best place to find me. I do have a small community on Facebook as well that you can find me there. So if you just go to at Jess Rowe Fitness on Facebook, you'll get all of the fun links and all the info for how to contact me, check out what services I offer, all of that. Awesome. And what exactly, um, if you don't mind me asking, just so people can know that are listening, what mm -hmm. kind of services do you offer? in case they don't go there right away, but they're like, mm -hmm. and they're kind of wondering, you're like, is she yeah. someone that could help me out? Yeah, so I kind of like to hit all the bases as much as I can. So I do have the Facebook community, which is where you can go for like inspiration and motivation, plus some actionable tips to get you started for free. Um, so we've got that community. I do periodically offer a like 21 day kickstart challenge to really get you moving 
I do prefer to work with clients one-on-one or within my 12-week group program. So the 12-week program is a really, I call it my stress-free lifestyle transformation program because we cover movement, nourishment, rest, and stress management, all of it to transform your life and get you where you want to be. So, but I do also offer that the kickstart and then um, working one-on-one with clients too, if they need it. That's amazing. It sounds like every woman (laughs) might need to contact you because I think we all go through something of what you offer and uh, having that support is crucial. In my opinion, I think so Mm -hmm. many of us, like you said earlier, feel like we have to just figure it all ourselves or that it's normal to be stressed and whether it's overweight, I think a lot of people that are overweight, there's a reason, you know, for it. Mm-hmm. And it's not always, I mean, it could be health. But I think a lot of times it's just that we're such in a rush all mm-hmm. day long that we don't take that time to slow down long enough to really take care of us. Yeah. You know, I would say self-care is not selfish. It's absolutely necessary. And so many mm-hmm. of us are not taking the time to take care of ourselves. Right. So if you're listening and you can totally identify with what Jess just mentioned, go ahead and reach out to her. Uh, the links to her Facebook account will be in the show notes, but thank you so much, Jess, for being with us, for sharing your story. And um, I pray and hope that someone that listened, at least one person, I'm sure there's going to be more, can relate and can see how they too can take whatever they've experienced, whether it's been something as difficult as you experience, whether they have a skill that they could actually help someone else with that. And that it's not just something they went through just to go through it, that you can actually be a blessing to someone else and then can make money while you're doing it and can have some fun and have it light you up and bring you joy. So again, thank you so much for your time. Appreciate you. And we'll talk to you soon. Sounds great. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much for being here and thank you for listening. You could be doing so many other things with your time and you're here and that's an honor. Thank you for spending this time with me. We have more inspiring, incredible guests joining us in the upcoming weeks. So make sure that you subscribe so you don't miss any of our episodes and leave a review if you enjoy listening to this podcast. Each time one of our listeners rates and leaves a review, this podcast reaches more people. And that's the goal, to inspire hundreds of perfectly imperfect human beings to dream again, to pursue a life where they feel joy and one that they are excited to wake up to every single day and if this episode resonated with you and inspired you to believe that if she can then so can you then go ahead and share it with at least one person you know who you think would benefit from listening to this episode don't think twice about it you never know how special you thinking of them can make them feel send them the link via email send it to them via text or share it on instagram right now and tag me at lesregalado26 it's a free resource and you never know who will listen and will be grateful that you shared it. I'll make sure I share your tag on my stories. Sending you lots of love. Have a wonderful day. Until next time.